Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Let's go over to Romans chapter 4, and we'll wrap this up today and get even more word in you. You know, sometimes um, there are places that we can go uh, in the Spirit, uh, in flowing with the Spirit. And I know there were some that came up to share um, but uh, we just, I felt like we needed to move on. So don't let go of it. Just hold it within yourself. Do you know, uh, there, are t- there are actually times where the Lord has given me a word in a service and I gave it two years later. Now you got to hang on to that word if you're going to give it two years later. But if you're really in fellowship with the Lord, I actually did, Ryan, I did know you had something. But I thought it was going to be quicker than when you came. <laughs> but maybe we can get back to it. But I will say this. The, more, the longer you fellowship with the Lord, the more the, his things will just sit within you. So you're like a house. And you want to stro- store heaven's treasures. Amen? How many want to store, be a storehouse of heaven's treasures? All right? You want to do that. And so the, the longer you fellowship with the Lord, the longer you walk with him, the more you'll learn to just live there. And so I actually go through the storerooms and I pull out inside me. You say, how? It's in me. I, I walk through, how many have a garden? Do you ever grab anything out of that garden? Do you ever walk through the garden and just observe? Well, in the spirit, I'm a garden. And so are you. And you can walk through the garden if you tend it like you should, and you can pull off the, the, the divine seed. Amen? It never goes away. It's always eternal in the spirit. All right, Romans chapter 4, we're talking about heart faith. We're talking about heart faith, and we've talked about a lot of different things, but, um, and I don't, I don't want to get into a lot of different things because I want to really get down to verse 17. Uh, we, we left off, believe it or not, three weeks ago in Romans chapter 4, verse number 16, and we're dealing specifically with a passage where Abraham is taking on, or Abram is taking on the name Abraham, and he's believing God for righteousness. So specifically, Paul is talking about Abraham becoming righteous by grace through, or by, yeah, by, by grace through faith. That's specifically what we're talking about. We're talking about Abraham entered into the kingdom without the law, okay, specifically. So, but the principle of faith is shown here in such a way that it will, this principle of faith and the details of how faith operates will work concerning any promise in the word of God. Okay, sometimes people think, well, in context, he's not talking about healing or in context, he's not talking about necessarily spiritual development or a financial need or he's not talking about how I overcome, you know, these feelings or emotions or the thoughts that I'm dealing with. He's not talking about my marriage. He's not talking about this, that or the other, but he's talking about the principle of faith and the principle of faith will work the same no matter what the promise is that you're desiring or that you're wanting to walk in. Okay, now specifically, and I can argue this very well, okay, because I've looked at it. He is talking about Abraham becoming righteous. How many know when you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, every other promise is made available? 
Okay, so you don't even really have to put in here healing or the other blessings that we have, walking in love on a daily basis, all of those things. You don't have to add them in, in here in the sense of having that list detailed out. You can take the principle of faith and operate in it no matter what the promise is, and God will move in your life. Amen? All right? So we've, we've seen a lot of different things, but I just want to read a couple of phrases to you. Um, we went from uh, head faith to heart faith. We talked about Thomas, and now we're on heart faith. Biblical faith uh, is this. It, believing, or in biblical faith, believing always precedes receiving. Always. Um, in biblical faith, um, we have the promise or we receive the promise before it's seen in the natural. Biblical faith understands there is an unseen realm that the seen realm comes from, and that we can reach into the unseen realm through or by faith and change this seen realm. How many of you know that's what the woman with the issue of blood did? She said, if I can what? Touch the hem of his garment, I'll be what? Healed. Well, I mean, anybody wearing clothes in here? Are they healing you? <laughs> they could... If faith was applied. You say, what do you mean the clothes themselves? No, I'm saying this. If the power of God could get into Jesus' laundry, it could get into yours. I don't have time to teach on that, but there's a whole lot of stuff there. Okay. So Romans chapter 4, verse number, we're talking about Abraham. Verse number 16. It says this, therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Talking about righteousness. This is specifically talking about Abraham and righteousness. So that the promise might be sure to all the seed, which thankfully is all of us. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. All right, verse 17. As it is written... I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, talking about God, who gives life to the dead. What does God do? He gives life to the dead. And what does he do? He calls those things that what? Which do not exist as though they... Well, that's crazy. Well, I just call it how I see it. Well, God calls it how he doesn't see it. God doesn't call things how he sees them. He calls them how he believes them. And then what is seen changes to what he believes. In the beginning was the word, and the word was what? And the word was God, right? But if you go back to Genesis, what was the void? There was a big giant void, and what did God say? He said, let there be light, and light came into being, right? In other words, God saw darkness, but he spoke light, and he changed the situation. Come on, he looked at Abram, and he, said, and he saw barrenness in Abram and Sarai, but he called them fruitful. See, God through Christ looked at you and saw sinner, but called you righteous in Christ if you'll receive it. This is the principle of faith, right? It's the principle of faith. So he, what God does is he gives life to the dead and he calls those things which do not exist as though they did. The Amplified says it this way, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. 
God talks about things from the unseen as if they're already seen. And if he can get somebody to engage in the conversation in the scene, he can manifest what is unseen. What is you, why are you born again today? Because you engaged in something unseen. Come on, come on, come on, come on. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with a heart, man believes unto righteousness. But you have to speak in order to get in. Amen? All right, let's skip down here and go to verse 18. I could take a whole lot more time there, uh, but I'm not going to because I want to get to verse 18, and we're kind of short on time. Is everybody doing okay? Doing all right? Verse 18. This is Abraham, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. Let me read this in the Amplified. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone. Well, there's no hope for my fill in the blank. What position is Abraham in? He's in a position where according to human reasoning, there is no hope. Do you see that? I'm not making that up, right? What does it say there? Hope being gone. And so Abraham now has to shift his expectation from a, well, we've done everything we can word in the natural and there's nothing left to hope in faith. Some of you are thinking, good. I'm glad. Let the gears turn. Abraham turned his expectation from the natural conversation to the God conversation. Faith. He went from, well, maybe this in the natural will do it, or... You know, how many know they, they tried, tried out the whole Hagar thing? That didn't work out so well. That's still a problem in the earth till today. Okay. He shifted. Come on, say this with me. I understand faith. Say this with me. I have the mind of Christ. I get the word of God. Because the Holy Spirit enlightens my mind. All right, put that verse back up there for me. For Abraham, human reason for hope. How many have situations right now in the natural that look hopeless? I'll raise. Come on, everybody does. People are like, oh, no, that's not faith if you say that. Yes, it is. You know what's in front of you. You know, what you, you know what God put on your heart to do that you cannot afford. <laughs> afford. He owns planets. 
Well, you know, they're going to take all the money and da-da-da. Listen, we serve a God who is so good at getting what he needs to his people that he actually will have your enemy load you down with gold and silver as you're leaving. Well, did he not do it to the, for the Jews? Listen, we got work to do. You got work to do. Yeah. People are like, work to do? I don't want to work. <laughs> Say this with me. I got work to do for the kingdom. Amen? So human reasoning when it comes to manifesting the kingdom, has to be removed. It has to be removed. So how does that happen? It's the scripture I posted the other day. We have to learn to lean not to our own, but on who? Don't lean to your own understanding, but what? Acknowledge the Lord in so then you're doing what when you acknowledge the Lord? You are leaning to his understanding. Whew, and his understanding is what we were so excited about in the transition. It's this written word. Now you are going to feel like you're lying when you say, like Abraham, he probably felt like he was lying. Here they're barren. They're, they're not having kids in youth. They're having kids in old age. Not just your general old. Old age. <laughs> the scripture says, without going into too much detail, that Abraham was past being able to have kids. He's so old... Somebody's supposed to say, how old is he? You know what? <laughs> People were, how old is that guy? And all his servants are now have to call him father of many nations. They probably were laughing. Except he paid, the, he, his name was on the check. So, you know, you only laugh in secret. You don't laugh in front of the boss. <laughs> God says, Abraham, or Abram, you're now Abraham. Come on, that takes faith. <laughs> I love this. Say this with me. My best days are ahead. <laughs> I could run on that one. <clears throat> you say run, what do you mean? Just excitement, you know? Have you ever seen somebody at a, a, a game and their team wins the championship? and they lose their ever-living mind. I mean, talking about people that are like normally pretty docile, you know, but they love whatever it is, and their guy or gal or team wins. They're like, whoa! Have you ever seen a mom that is, has wrestlers? I've watched some videos. I watched a lady beat her husband up while her son was wrestling on the mat. He's like trying to hold her down, but she is basically on the mat with the kid. Might as well. And so you say, what do you mean by run? I mean just, ha! Ah! I get excited about the Lord like 
I don't get excited about anything else like I do about the Lord. I mean, when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, I was pretty excited. Come on, you red... Oh, no, it's not Redskins anymore. What is it now? Sorry. What is it? Commanders, yeah. When the, when the Seahawks obliterated the Broncos... Revival or riot, one or the other. We're going to have one or the other. Half the church doesn't show up next week. You know. <laughs> I would get excited about but the word of God. Whoo. We got something to be excited about. We have the ability to bypass the human reason and go into the divine reason. We have the ability to step away from what the government, the news media, the spirit of antichrist in the earth is saying and go, hey, we've got hope. Hope is a confident, joyful expectation of good. In other words, what does is, what is Paul go on to say here? In Romans chapter 4, verse number 18, he says, He hoped in what? Faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been. So what has been promised to you? I mean, this thing, this rabbit hole goes so deep, you'll never find the end of it. You know what I mean by that? This word is eternity deep, is my point. Can you jump into eternity and find the bottom? Where's your promise? Where's your promise? Come on, in your situation... Where are you putting your hope in? Now, I know we know Jesus. I know we know eternity. But I'm talking about right now. Because, see, we can't, we can't just sit back and go, oh, we got to, you know, we've done some things for the kingdom of God. Or, you know, my family's doing pretty good. No, 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 no. We have a mandate, a standard set. The Lord said you're to walk with the Father. The standard has been set. The measure has been set. And who is the measure? He is, it is Jesus, right? So there's a standard to walk in that's been given to us, provided to us, that we need to keep pressing towards. People sometimes think, well, I'm, you know, I'm 80. My days are done. No, 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 we just said it. Your best days are ahead. I had a word for Dale and Mary Ann, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, their most fruitful days are ahead. Now, listen. That was something the Spirit of God did for me directly, right, for them. But your most fruitful days are ahead. Well, you don't know what I've been through. Oh, but I know where you're going. If you'll, uh, if you'll line up with the Lord, he can do with you like he did Abraham. At 100 years old, you can give birth to the promise. You can see the manifestation of God's promises in your life if you will cooperate with him. Amen. All I have to do, 
All the Lord wants us to do, all that he's working with us to do is believe. Believe. Now, people sometimes go, well, how am I going to do that? You're going to hear the word of God and go, yes, that's what it is. You're going to read the word of God and go, yes, Lord, that's who I am. You said I was the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who I am. Lord, you said he who the Son sets free is free indeed. I'm free. I'm your indeed free person. Lord, you said that my mind would be transformed by the word. Every time I read the word, there's a transformation that's taking place in my mind. You say, you say these things? Yes. When I hit the golf ball off the tee, it goes straight. <laughs> I don't have a, necessarily a word for that, but. Come on. You know, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. So some of you hunters need to start talking trophy. Last time I checked, the Lord made all the animals and all the fish and everything for the church. What I mean by that is his children. Why should the world shoot something bigger than you? Or catch something bigger? Ooh, some people aren't sure about that. You know... I read this passage one time where Jesus looked at Peter and said, throw your net on the other side. Come on, some of you are just hunting the wrong land. You're leaning to your own understanding. Well, the Lord doesn't care about that. Yes, he does. He cares about everything that will build faith in you and where you will know him greater. Cares about it all. All right, let me just say a couple of things here. And then we'll, we'll pick up on verse 19 some other time. Abraham's faith was in God, or in the God who quickeneth the dead, he quickens the dead, and in the God who actually creates new existences. Against natural hope, Abraham believed in divine hope. In hope, Abraham anticipated, then by faith, he appropriated the promise. Humanly speaking, his case was hopeless, but divinely speaking, nothing is impossible with God. Come on, have you ever read the account of Abraham and Sarah? Do you know what Sarah said? Now, some of you like soap operas or whatever. Just read the Bible. Sarah said, will I have pleasure with my husband? Some of you don't believe it. Go back and read it. You know what she's thinking? I'm old and he's old. If this is going to happen, there's going to need a revitalization of plumbing. (laughs) 
It's just the Bible, that's all. <laughs> she could not have kids when she was young. What did God do? He got in her womb and revitalized all those parts. Ooh, yeah. You know, sometimes people think, well, you know, older people in the room are going, dear God, no, I don't want any of that. <laughs> I rebuke that word in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but then there are others that maybe haven't been able to have kids. And the Lord, come on. That's how he is. <laughs> Amen? So faith... Heart faith, there's a decision within me that I'm going to go with divine hope. And I'm going to speak what divine hope the Father has said about me. I'm going to say what he says. If he says, Sean, you're this, I say, I'm that. Sean, you're kind and gentle. Lord, thank you. I am, because of what you've done, kind and gentle. I am patient. I do not, I am not easily offended. I am not easily hurt. I don't carry unforgiveness. That's not who I am. I'm a forgiver. I forgive. That's what I do. I let things go and I don't hang on to them. They are not mine. That is not my nature. That is not what God spoke over me. Oh, but you don't feel it. Well, I'm not walking fe by feelings. I'm walking by faith. And my faith will change my feelings. Well, fear comes. No, I'm not, I'm not a walking pile of fear. I am the righteousness of God in Christ and I have a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. I am sound-minded. The Amplified says, I have a calm, well-balanced, self-disciplined mind. My mind is my mind. No demon can have it. No politician can have it. No anything in this world system can have it. I have the mind of Christ. Amen. I'm hoping, come on, get it. I'm hoping in faith. I'm hoping in faith. Well, how am I going to get the clarity to my life? I'm hoping in faith. Everything is working out the way the Lord designed. Because I fellowship with him and I make adjustments to him. Amen? Joy, would you come? I want to give anybody an opportunity to receive Jesus this morning. Before we go, I trust you're fed the word of God and that you can take it and use it.
So I just want to, those online, those of you watching online, those of you in the room, maybe you haven't given your heart to the Lord. Maybe you've, you know, been away from him and you need to come back to him. I just want to give that opportunity. We know from scripture that Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse number 11 says that the Lord has planted eternity in men's hearts. So every man has eternity. Every woman has eternity in their heart. It's just a matter of where we're going to spend that eternity. So the Bible says that God loves us and does not want us to perish. We perish. We do see that in John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. We also see it in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, that God desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. We also know that all people, every person has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3, 23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We know that heaven is a free gift, that you can't earn it or deserve it. It's given freely. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you are saved. You have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest you can't earn heaven. We know that God wants us to be brought back into relationship with Him. From the time of the fall, He has always provided a way back. Romans chapter eight verse, or chapter 5, verse 8 and 9 says, God demonstrated his own love to, toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We know that also we receive God's forgiveness through faith by trusting in Christ. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you can place your faith in Jesus and receive God's gift of eternal life right now. If you'd like to receive Jesus, I would like you to raise your hand so I can pray with you. Uh, right where you're at. Yes, thank you. Is there anybody else? Yes, thank you. Anybody else like to join these? Yes, thank you. Is there anybody else? Anybody online? Josh? You gonna watch, Kate? Thank you. Just give another second here. Okay, please, let's pray this together, everybody. Heavenly Father, thank you for your son, Jesus, who came to this earth, lived a sinless life, and died on the cross for my sins. I believe he rose from the dead so I could receive forgiveness become your child and receive the gift of eternal life. I come to you now and repent of all my sin. I not only receive your gift of forgiveness, but I give you my whole life, my whole heart. I believe you have accepted me because Jesus said, the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. You also said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you for saving me, making me your child, and helping me live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. So. As a minister of the gospel, every one of you that raised your hand, I'm telling you right now, you are a child of God. You are now in the family. 
secondly, I want to say this. Um, we have, I prefer that everybody that raised their hand, if you, uh, after the service, if you wouldn't just blitz out of here, but you'd come up and let one of the altar care teams here pray with you. Uh, Luann right there has a box, and that's our new believers pack, and I want to get that to you uh, so that you can... Uh, be fed the word of God. We have books in there for you. There's a flash drive in there with audio messages to get you going in your relationship with the Lord. And then thirdly, make sure you come back and be with us. Uh, we're kind of one big happy family. It's a growing family in all ways. And so, uh, but we'd love to have you with us. You need fellowship in order to stay strong in the Lord and grow. So please do that. Amen. All right. I guess I'll see you Wednesday night. Youth group tonight. Bless you guys. Have a great week. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.